Hello, and welcome back to Dinner at Yiffany's with your host, Takem Ironhoof. This is the first episode of 2023 and the start of Season 2. We're incredibly excited that you have returned once again. With each episode, we aim to improve our craft, and the encouragement we receive only strengthens our resolve. On tonight's episode, Eddie and his boyfriend Dominic are getting ready to enjoy the big game between the Dust Devils and the High Kicks when they are interrupted by Eddie's father Aaron. You know what they say, however. Two's company, three's a crowd. So sit back, relax, and drift away into another world of furry fiction and erotica. Stop Fucking My Boyfriends by Dirk Coyote Eddie stared meticulously at the coffee table, thinking hard on his decision before settling on the tortilla chips for the seven-layer dip. Just for good measure, though, he picked up a potato chip and dunked it inside. Putting the chip, cheddar, olive, salsa, and guac into his mouth, he made a sour face and shook his head. Definitely the tortilla chips. Bag and paw, he walked towards the kitchen and was almost there before his boyfriend Dominic popped into the doorway with an eyebrow raised. What are you doing with those? It's a little salty for the dip, don't you think? The fox grumbled, but let the wolverine swap the bag from his paws. I like it a little salty. Something to play with my tongue, the wolverine griped, chomping loudly on a chip walking into the living room. Eddie huffed, flopping onto the couch opposite of him like a brat. Fine, but it better not ruin my dip. Shrugging his shoulders, Dominic shook off the fox's attitude by flicking on the TV. Game day, and it was the Dust Devils playing against the High Kicks, a near-century-long football rivalry. With his paws on his knees, Eddie leaned into the TV set. His tail bounced up and down excitedly, seeing the pregame hype on the screen. You're not like the other boys at the club, are you? Dominic teased, stretching all six and a half feet across the couch to prop his legs on his boyfriend's lap. Eddie didn't mind, stroking up and down his ankle as he gave him a smirk. What can I say? I like football. Men in tights tackling men in tights? What's there not to like? As he finished, he tugged on the Dust Devil jersey he was wearing. A gaudy neon orange clashed painfully against the fox's natural color, but he beamed in prideful smugness. Right, he agreed, purring at the attentive claws stroking through his thick fur. Played a little in high school myself. Never liked it enough to buy an actual... Ugh... Eddie threw his head back in anger, tapping on the wolverine's shins as he dug his phone out of his pocket. Dominic lifted his feet off of Eddie just as the fox started in on the other side of the line. Do you know what day it is? Uh Uh-huh. I know. Uh Uh-huh. No. Yes. Yes. No. No. No! Seriously? You don't really need me to tell you, do you? Do I need to find someone who knows when to disturb me and when to piss off? Dominic's muzzle twisted at that, never imagined he could ever use such flowery language at work. Despite the Wolverine looking particularly gruff, he'd never so much as raised his voice in the office, especially with a subordinate. Sensing his discomfort, Eddie held up a finger to excuse himself while he continued to talk down to the person on the other end. Relaxing himself, the wolverine sprawled his feet back onto the cushions. He wasn't 100% sure if that would be okay, but Eddie didn't mind it when he had his feet on him. 
guess he just figured out as they went, and apologized if feet paws on the couch were against the rules. Honestly, though, he was starting to feel pretty comfortable around the fox and get used to this. Sorry about that, Eddie apologized as he strolled back into the living room. Dominic raised his feet into the air and the other took a seat underneath them. He grabbed hold of his legs and brought them back down on his lap like they were a safety bar in a roller coaster. Just as he managed to get himself settled in, a quick succession of knocks and rings came from the door. The two's confused expressions to each other answered their own questions, but didn't answer who was at the door. Up, up, Eddie tapped the wolverine's legs again as he stood himself up. Just want to watch my fucking game, he grumbled, walking to the hallway entrance looking through the peephole. Squinting, he noticed the man and hesitated, only opening the door when the figure looked to start knocking again. Eddie kept himself inside of the frame and greeted stiffly. Father? Hey, the older fox in front of him exclaimed, hopping between one foot with his arms extended. In each of his paws was a six-pack of beer, one orange-flavored wheat, and the other a much stronger IPA. His cut-off jeans were snipped almost at the crotch, giving ample view of his white-furred inner thighs. His unbuttoned Hawaiian shirt left both his trimmed abs and chest completely exposed. It's game day! As you know, father, this is the Dust Devil's house. I sure... I don't have my colors, his father interjected, trying to wave the six-packs at his naked chest to show his sincerity. I'm just wanting to watch the game with my favorite boy. Still not convinced, Eddie folded his arms and guessed, You didn't call, so your TV broke? His father shook his head, feigning innocence. What? Watch it on my dinky little CRT when you've got this 65-inch beauty hanging on the wall? His ears went inwards as he caught some sounds of the crowds getting fired up. Okay, fine, fine. You're tyrant of a stepfather. Hammond. Hammond. He mocked in a childless tone before continuing. Said me and your mom couldn't share streaming services no more. We've been doing it all peaceful like for five years now, and the German Shepherd just waltzes in and makes all these new sorts of rules. He waited until today just to hurt me. Hammond's a sweetheart. Did he do this out of nowhere, or... No, but who would think the dog would make good on his threats right in the middle of the season? What kind of respectable man does this to a poor bloke like me? He whimpered, giving eyes that pleaded shamelessly. Smug, Eddie leaned against the doorframe and hummed thoughtfully before answering his father's questions. Oh, I don't know. Perhaps the type of man that doesn't like blokes who cheat on their ex-wives and then steals her streaming services for half a decade. Didn't steal, just mooched. And I never cheated on her, he opened. And though he had to look up to meet his son's eyes, there was a little sternness in his stare. We just had different systems. Uh-huh, Eddie bobbed his head up and down repeatedly with a dark, toothless smile. Though it was obvious the 40-something fox was becoming upset, he still persisted to keep the conversation moving. Both your mother and I would appreciate it if you stopped telling people fibs like that. Heck, Ed. We got you boys all the way through high school and then some. What else could we have? Hey, your game! Dominic shouted from the couch. 
Both fox's ear flicked towards the living room, but their eyes remained on each other. One fox's wicked smile shifted towards a frown, while the other's muzzle pulled back into a sly grin. Oh, so that is what this is all about. Eddie tried to close the door, but his father stuffed his sandaled footpaw inside the house to block him before calling out loudly, Ed, don't you want to introduce your boyfriend to your father? Uh, what's going on? Dominic called from the other room, but neither fox answered. Eddie groaned, but his father just leaned in, poking his muzzle through the gap and winced. Totally worth it. He looked down to see that the door had dug deep into the fox's footpaw, pinning it awkwardly. Eddie opened the door all the way reluctantly, taking his father's beer and turning just in time to catch his boyfriend walking into the hall. There was a second's pause, the wolverine squinting hard at the stranger in the doorway, then shifting to his boyfriend. Oh, I thought, um, didn't we meet your dad just the other day? Spinning around, Eddie strolled past him, while the stranger interjected. Who? You were introduced to that cu- er, um, cute dog first. Nah, that's just his stepdad. Dominic turned towards his boyfriend, holding his paws outstretched, awaiting an explanation, and receiving none. Aaron lurched forward, clasping the wolverine's paw and shaking eagerly. I'm the king that raised little Miss Princess here. You can call me Aaron. And with a little roar and a wink, he finished, for now. Aaron took one step forward, only for his injured footpaw to buckle underneath his weight. Dominic swooped in with both paws just in time to catch him by the shoulders. The fox leaned weakly against the much larger male, letting himself be coddled by his gentle grip. Murmuring at the touch, Aaron let out a coo and murmured, Oh, you're such a biggin. Better than the last one, that's for sure. Dominic, he introduced himself quickly, motioning towards his foot. Can you walk? Yeah, um, no, no, not the slightest. Rather than get flustered, Dominic gave a restrained smile and hoisted the fox into his arms. He wrapped around the wolverine's midriff, though somehow his paw managed to wiggle its way underneath his belt. Awkwardly, he carried him inside of the living room and gently let him down on the couch, noting the lingering fingers slide away from him. The heck happened? Dominic exclaimed, pointing at his foot. Aaron just wafted a paw over his muzzle got excited about some football, and tried punting your neighbor's garden gnomes. He watched his son come inside of the living room with three beers and a paw, giving him a wink before finishing his story. They're a lot heavier than you'd think. Wouldn't recommend it, regardless of how hideous they look. It'll be right as new for the game's even finished. Before Dominic could question anything, Eddie stuffed one of the orange wheat beers into his paw and gave him a kiss on the cheek. A possessive glare flashed towards his father before tossing a bag of ice and an IPA into his lap. With an oof, he removed them from his junk and challenged him with his own glance. Aye, careful with the goods, he grumbled, rubbing his crotch openly. I don't know where I left the warranty, and I need him to last at least another decade or two, he joked, but got a laugh from neither boy. Of course, Eddie wasn't going to laugh about anything involving his father's junk. But Dominic was distracted. As the wolverine set himself on the opposite end of the couch, Aaron spied him glancing over his crotch while he rubbed it, eyeing for an outline in his cutoffs. A devilish smile crept over the older fox's muzzle, but before he could even begin to think up a plan, Eddie took his spot between them. 
Crown Rules. This is a Dust Devil household, so I'd appreciate it if you would refrain from dancing, screaming, crying, thrusting your pelvis in everyone's nose, marking the neighbor's porch, and or kicking every time the high kicks manage to score a touchdown. As if he heard nothing but the mention of his teams, Aaron lifted his uninjured footpaw and kicked into the air. Go kicks! He cheered as if he was 14 instead of 40. Eddie muttered to himself, but the antic was funny to watch, and he was just as excited about the game himself. And no double dipping. He rushed the words out just before the devil's kicker slammed into the football, launching it into the air to start the game. Both foxes went into a mesmerized stare as their eyes hung onto the football, and then every play through the first quarter afterwards. Dominic snickered to himself, watching his boyfriend slip into his trance. Two sets of eyes glued to the screen. Both foxes dunked their chips into air trying to find the dip. Jarring as it was to have met Eddie's mother and, apparently, stepfather just a week ago, pieces of the puzzle were becoming apparent. Of course, he knew Hammond wasn't the fox's birth father being a German shepherd and all, but they just seemed so different. His mother and Hammond were a saccharine sweet couple to be around, sharing tea, exchanging household tips, and talking about raising cubs in a very distant future. But they weren't exactly what he expected. Now, this fox, the one screaming about an interception while Eddie hopped up and down shaking his ass, resembled his fox. Both settled down immediately as the game picked up again, a couple of quips and slights between them, but their attention focused. Dominic couldn't help it, but there was an added curiosity about how much this man resembled his boyfriend. He wouldn't say he had gaydar, just common sense, and his common sense was telling him that those cut-off shorts and the shape he kept himself in weren't typical for straight men his age. The wondering paw might have been accidental, but tied with the flirting, and he knew that this new fox was into him. Stretching out onto the couch, he draped an arm over his boyfriend's shoulder. Little circles into his fur stirred his sheath, and he had to adjust to get comfortable. Though he was rubbing through his boyfriend's fur, his mind was wandering over the idea of two foxes. Both of them, down on their knees, pulling his cock free from his briefs as they took turns kissing his fat tip. One would run their tongue along the length of his shaft while the other nuzzled his balls against his nose. Of course, that would never happen. Not only would Eddie probably not be quite thrilled sharing a cock with his father, he also refused to go down on him anyways. No matter how much he pleaded in bed, Eddie reminded him that his muzzle was for kissing and moaning only. Never mind the fox having no complaints when Dominic went down on him. At the commercial break separating the first and second quarter, he leaned into his boyfriend and whispered, I'll be right back. Don't be too long, Eddie said, pecking his boyfriend. This game is good. Eddie turned his attention back to the TV, but out of the corner of his eye, he noticed his father's gaze following Dominic out of the room. Particularly, he was following the Wolverine's backside out of the room. Aaron let out a whistle of approval until it was cut short by a couch pillow launching right into his face. Behave, you animal, Eddie griped. Aaron's wicked smile still hung as he pulled the pillow off of it. I like the updated model, though I'm going to miss the rack on the last one. He motioned over his head, 
fondling imaginary antlers. Blake? Pfft, I'm not dating him anymore. You're free to have him. Guy's a loser. Right. Aaron barked a laugh before continuing. Landscaping business, my ass. Charged rich people 50 bucks a week to mow their lawns. Pass. That and hearing him moan my dad's name kind of killed it for me. The older fox held up his paw defensively, as if expecting a second pillow. Hey, it's not my fault my name sounds better to moan. Throwing his head back, he rubbed one paw through his chest while the other pulled the back of his head fur. Aaron, oh Aaron, oh Aaron, he moaned passionately as if mid-orgasm. Stop that, gross! Eddie cried out, throwing another pillow at his father. Aaron caught it mid-air and squeezed it tightly to his chest. That's not gross, it's just natural. What's gross is someone trying to moan Edgar. With a gargle in his words, he sounded like a haggard goblin crying out, Oh, Edgar, harder, Edgar. That's a spot, Edgar. Folding his arms together, he shook his head back and forth. Don't know if you noticed, but everyone's called me Eddie since kindergarten. Melodically, Aaron sniped back. That's not what it says on the birth certificate. Eddie closed his eyes and pinched the bridge of his muzzle. It'd been almost a month since he had last seen his father and already was becoming a pain in his ass. Commercials continued playing on the TV, and Dominic was still in the bathroom. Without any distractions, he'd have to deal with the immature fox that acted more like a teenager now than Eddie had in his teens. Oh, I'm only joshing, Aaron said, but picked back up immediately. If I knew ahead of time, I'd have given you a proper sexy gay name like Estefan. Avi? Eddie asked, getting a feel for it in his head. Aaron shook his head, but his suggestion similarly lacked confidence. Marcel, Thaddeus, Antoine, Rupert, Fernando. Aha, you're just naming my friends, Eddie laughed, feeling slightly better than before. Oh, right, big guy. That bear was something else. Aaron's eyes wandered aimlessly as he mused over the earth sign. Thumping his tail against the couch filled the silence before he pondered. He still asked about me. Eddie let out an exasperated sigh. Nah, he moved next to a retirement center. Gets all his saggy ass from there. Speaking of saggy rumps, you took your boy to see Hammond for your own pa? Aaron whimpered, a paw over his heart and a twinge in his chest. That hurts. Squinting hard, Eddie stared at his father for a second before answering, Obviously. First, he calls him my partner, not boy toy. Second, Mom and Hammond's house can actually fit him, unlike your trailer. And third, but most important, Hammond isn't going to fuck my boyfriend. Language, his father fired back with ears flattened. Eddie snorted. Oh, is that where the line is? Both fox ears flicked up to a toilet being flushed. Empty air stood between them as bobbed heads, sideways expressions, and father-son telepathy resigned to put a pin in the conversation. Even with the agreement clear between them, though, Aaron leaned in across the couch, getting as close as he could before whispering, Hammond would bang him too if he didn't have E.D. Hey, babe, Eddie said over his father's words, not quite sure how sensitive a Wolverine's hearing was. Can you grab me another beer? Got it, Dominic replied, stepping out of the hall and headed towards the kitchen.
Aaron stuffed the bottle's neck into his muzzle, a little too deep if anyone asked, and threw back the last third all at once. Boorishly, he gulped it all down before wiping his muzzle on the back of his paw. You mind grabbing me one too? An IPA, sweetheart. Oh, uh, sure thing, Dominic responded, voice rattled. Eddie pinched two fingers together closely at his father and mouth, thin ice, threateningly, until Dominic came back with three more beers. Just as he did, the commentators announced the start of the second quarter. His father was quick to slip back into his trance, taking the drink without any acknowledgement. He gave his boyfriend a kiss on the cheek, taking his own drink and nuzzling into him. Sinking into cushion and fur, Eddie purred delightfully into his partner while watching the TV. His father remained focused, keeping his lewdness to himself while the game kept close. Towards the end of the first half, the kicks started an amazing drive with less than a minute left to go. As the quarterback Tyson, a coyote with a permanent scowl, barked out orders on the screen, Aaron slowly rose to his feet. Come on, come on, come on, come on, Aaron begged at the snap. Sack him, sack him, sack him, sack him, sack him. Eddie prayed, his paws wrapped around the wolverine tightly. A bull broke through the line, flattening the coyote, but not before the ball went sailing upwards. All eyes were captured by the perfect throw spiraling 53 yards down the field. They held their breath up until the ball landed right between the arms of the kick's wide receiver. Both Aaron and Eddie screamed at the TV as the otter zigged, then zagged, the mongoose tailing him tripping over his own tail, and when no seconds remaining, crossed into the end zone. Aaron high-kicked over his head and shouted, Go Kicks! before falling backwards into the couch. Gritting teeth, he rubbed his injured foot paw that he had just put all of his weight on. What did I say about that? Eddie threatened, half upset over the cheering and half concerned about his father's foot. <laughs> totally worth it. Daringly, Eddie waved his finger. You better keep that. Eddie stopped, sitting up and reaching into his pocket. Oh, what the fuck? Both Aaron and Dominic's ears ducked at Eddie's curse, but he didn't apologize and just stood with his phone out. I told you not to interrupt me. Yes, it's halftime. Wait, did you seriously put on the game just so you could call me during the break? Fucking hell, man. Eddie held up a paw to both his boyfriend and his father, shaking his head in disbelief as he walked out of the room. Dominic felt embarrassed at the way his boyfriend berated people he worked with, and tried to push past the awkward silence. So, um, Mr... Hey, none of that. Aaron, just Aaron. I ain't that old, he interrupted. Sorry. Yes, Aaron. So you're Eddie's actual dad? That's what his mom tells me. But I don't remember raising such a potty mouth, Aaron scolded, putting his feet up onto the space where Eddie sat. The fox's legs were spread just the slightest bit for Dominic to peer into the white of his inner thighs and the outline of his nestled sack. Um, you just don't <laughs> seem like a ladies' man. Aaron noticed the stare and smirt. His paw rested right against the edge of his bulge, and he casually thumbed it through the fabric. Hey, you calling me queer, tough guy? 
he asked with a dangerous grin and a shine in his eye. Dominic stammered out, No, I, um, I, I, I didn't. I, wait, no, you're teasing me. Yeah, foxes are like that. You should know, Aaron said, pointing out towards the back. Dating one? Yourself? Anyways, got my fill of women. Got myself four brats that never call me. Now I want me some men. With a wink and another rub against his junk, he finished, Real men. Heart racing, Dominic shifted a backwards glance to see Eddie still pacing out back. He turned his attention back to this new fox, older, but maybe a little bit more open to some ideas. I can't help but think that you've got a man in mind. Licking his lips, Aaron took in the wolverine, noticing his own paw straying towards his pants. Maybe. My son always did have the best taste. Hmm, I don't know about that. He's got a little problem with some favors he owes me. Dominic shared his own wink while playing with the zipper. Aaron sat up on the couch, crawling towards the wolverine on all fours. Oh? I think I know what things need taken care of. Re really? Y you, um, wouldn't mind? Mind? Aaron clicked his tongue a few times. These lips do more than just cat calls and whistles. Thinking with his dick, Dominic tugged his belt hard while Aaron dove nose first into the zipper, catching with his teeth and yanking it down. Ah, oh, jeez, he muttered as his pants and briefs were pulled down enough to free his cock. All of the teasing along with his desperation for head had sprung him to life. It's been so long. Just, just... A couple of licks and a kiss, maybe. Shut up, cutie. Aaron cut him off, dragging his long vulpine tongue from the bottom of his shaft all the way up eight and a half inches to the tip. You just keep those ears perked and let me do the rest. Dominic wasn't complaining. He watched his cock disappear into the eager fox's muzzle and bucked hard into his throat. Aaron adjusted himself over his crotch sinking his claws deep into the wolverine's thighs. With his lips wrapped tightly around his shaft, the fox bobbed his head up and down in quickened motions. Deeply inhaling the wolverine's scent, he stuffed himself all the way down until his nose was enveloped in the thick brown pubic fur. One paw placed on the back of the fox's head kept him from ever leaving his shaft. He stuffed his other paw into his muzzle and bit down hard. Dominic let out hushed murmurs in between while squirming on the couch. Aaron definitely had experience on his side, wrapping his tongue in circles around his shaft and slurping up the continuous stream of pre pouring from his cock. Aaron hoisted himself a bit, reaching down to massage the huge furry sack. Rolling his testicles around in his fingers, he managed to get a high-pitched whine out of the wolverine before squeezing them. Rewarded with another thick stream of pre, he could tell the boy was getting close. Eddie really ought to take better care of his boy toys if he didn't want Daddy to come fix everything. Grabbing hold of his shaft, he moved to stroking his base tightly while his tongue continued lapping his tip. Dominic wove his fingers in the fox's head fur, grabbing harshly. It took all of his self-control not to push him back down and force his cock into the older man's throat. What he was doing with the head of his cock, though, was good enough and the fox's short grip was pumping him right to the point of no return. 
Muffled moans pushed past the wolverine's paw, and he was taking in sharp breaths through his nose. Bucking into the fox's maw three times, he let out a groan of relief before throwing his head back over the armrest of the couch. The world was upside down, but directly across from him was Eddie's muzzle facing him through the glass window on the patio door. His heart stood still for a full second. Fight or flight kicked in, but he was helplessly frozen. Thankfully, Dominic could see Eddie was still mid-call, eyes closed and digits over his brow, oblivious to everything happening in front of him. The fox turned from the glass, but the excitement and rush remained with the wolverine. Head swimming in a pool of oxytocin and adrenaline blurred his vision as he thrust right into his orgasm. His first batch of cum blasted right into Aaron's throat and was gulped down noisily. The second load was larger, thicker, and shot just as hard into his mouth. With a huff and a groan, Dominic pulled his paw out between his teeth and grabbed onto the fox's ears. Aaron let go of his shaft just in time for the wolverine to force him all the way down on his cock. His nose was stuffed deep into his crotch, the musk thick in his nostrils. Nowhere to go, he continued to chug down wave after wave of spunk pouring into his gut. When he couldn't guzzle fast enough, cum gushed out of the sides of his muzzle and dripped down his lips. Most clung to the fur on his jaw and chin, but some rolled off and pulled into the wolverine's lap. After almost half a minute, Dominic was able to let go of the fox and allow him to breathe. Aaron came off of his cock, gasping for fresh air and wiping his muzzle on his arm. Jeez, kid. Trying to drown me? Aaron joked thumping a fist against his chest to help soothe everything down. Dominic was still swimming in his own afterglow, cock spurting dribbles of seed along the side of his shaft. I, um, sorry. I just... God, it's been a while since I've got head like that. Aaron just smirked, leaning in to catch the cum running down his cock and balls before it could ruin the upholstery. Little moans escaped past his lips and the rewarded fox's attentiveness with scritches along his roughed-up ears. Feeling a little more comfortable, Dominic asked in a sigh, How do I get Eddie to do that to me? Right, Aaron responded, pulling himself up and away from the wolverine. He still used the same excuse? At the same time, both held their paws up and mocked Eddie's high-pitched trill. It's too salty! The older fox laughed loudly, but Dominic just raised an eyebrow and sized him up and down. His erection was rapidly racing back into his sheath, and he zipped himself up as he cautiously stated, You two are pretty intimate. Ha <laughs> yeah, Aaron agreed, but when he caught the wolverine's tone, he squinted hard and wagged a finger at him. Hey, don't give me that look, pervert. We're not that intimate. When his mom and I divorced, we became roommates while he finished up college. Would pick things here and there, including his friends and hookups. They talked to me. With the kicks leading the second half, Aaron was able to focus more on Dominic than the game. The two settled into opposite corners of the couch again, exchanging how Eddie and him met and what the fox was like growing up. Aaron learned that they had been seeing each other for four months now, and Dominic learned that Eddie came out of the closet with literal banner and confetti. They laughed together, but a boom from outside cut them both off. Through the walls and kitchen, Aaron's sharp fox ears caught his son degrading someone in barks. Dominic's small saucers swiveled, 
and he clammed up. The fox waited until a commercial break before scooching to the middle cushion and leaning in to whisper, You're not too upset about what we did, are you? With a grunt, he shook his head and explained, Nah, we've played around with others in the past. I mean, I'm almost certain you're off limits, but... Hesitating, he glanced back at the kitchen, still listening to his boyfriend yelling before turning to the older fox. I thought he liked football. He's been in calls all day and I, I don't know, but is he always like this? Aaron's ears flattened for a second, feeling somewhat guilty knowing how sensitive the wolverine was. Feeling like he might have taken advantage of Dominic, he knew he had to make it right as best he could. Carefully, he placed a paw to his knee and rubbed it gently as he explained, Yeah, he can be a real powder cake sometimes, but he's always quick to come back down. When he's passionate about something, he can let it block his view. But that doesn't mean he isn't passionate about you as well. Sometimes he can be a little self-centered, but it's the little things he'll do throughout the day that let you know he cares. He'll be the first one to call you out on a mistake, but no one will ever forgive you faster than he will. A smirk wobbled warily at the corner of Dominic's muzzle, and his ears lifted half-height. Thanks. I guess I'm still a little nervous. I like him, but he's also a little intense sometimes. Aaron kept his paw on his leg, giving him a couple of soothing pats before nodding in agreement. Here, how about we call this a one-time-only fling, and you keep giving him a chance. I'd like to see you stick around. You sure? Dominic asked with a sly smile. Don't you want me to return the favor? Gods, no! Aaron nearly shouted with his muzzle scrunched up. If I think of you kissing my boy with my cum on your breath, I'll vomit all over the place. Dominic couldn't stifle his snicker and just chuckled while shaking his head. I think I like you way more than Hammond. Now you really have to stick around. Aaron slapped his paws together as he got back into his spot. I need you to tell that to all four of the Todds so they know i got at least one person on my side. The back door went crashing open, making both jump. The same clenched look Dominic made worried Aaron for a second, but Eddie just strolled in and immediately planted a half dozen kisses on the Wolverine's forehead. I'm so sorry, guys. Work's taken care of now. I turned my phone off. Off. I'm here now. Oh, what? The game's almost over. Dominic seemed less worried receiving his kisses and returned some on his own. Eddie could only sit down for a second before he put together the play on the screen. The kicks were up by a field goal, and there was only enough time for a kick return before the game would be over. Oh no, they're going to lose. This is the worst day of my life, he whimpered, ears splayed and tail lifeless. The kick's kangaroo sent the ball soaring to the other end of the field with 10 seconds left to go. A fox with the exact same Dust Devils jersey and number Eddie wore caught the ball and made his way down the field. Right at the 25-yard line, the vulpine spun around a wolf, getting a cheer from the crowd. Eddie's ears perked up as he got to his feet, sensing the change in direction. Don't stop, don't stop, don't stop, don't stop, don't stop, don't stop, he mumbled with his paws clenched. A springy cougar made a mad dash towards the fox's side, unable to slow himself down as he ran right into another kicks player that was about to pounce. Now the crowd was roaring, and so was Eddie as the fox made his way to the 50-yard mark. Kicker to beat, the devil's runner danced around the kangaroo in front of him, 
Everyone held their breath as fingers wrapped around the jersey sleeve for a single second before the fabric slipped free from his clasp and the fox went marching into the end zone. Devils won! Eddie screamed as he jumped up and down, and knees rocking over his waist. Booyah! Booyah! We won! We... You lost! We won! Was a good game, Aaron replied with ears folded, but smile remaining. The bounce in Eddie's leap slowly began to lose energy. Though the field had erupted into cheers, fireworks, announcers calling it the win of the century, players thanking their team, God and Mom and even jets flying over, something about it all seemed off. The fox turned towards his father, studying his muzzle for a second. Wait, why aren't you mad? he asked, only getting a shrug in return as Aaron stuffed his beer into his muzzle. Eddie looked over to his boyfriend, eyebrow cocked right at him. Good game, huh? Dominic congratulated him, but his sheepishness kept him from looking straight into his boyfriend's eyes. He too stuffed his bottle in his mouth. With a sniff of the air, Eddie's vulpine senses kicking up a notch. He sniffed past the dip, the chips, the beer, the tears, and the sweat, until he finally found it. You didn't! He muttered, looking between the two of them, panicking. Dominic blurted, I, 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 I can explain. You, zip it! Eddie snapped before turning his full wrath towards his father. And you... Aaron went flying through the front door, football not hurting quite as much as he had might have pretended. Eddie barreled out behind him, holding one of his father's sandal and paw. Dominic getting dragged along with his paws wrapped around his boyfriend's waist. The shoe went soaring out of his paw, knocking the older fox in the back of his head just as Eddie shouted, Stop fucking my boyfriends! As his father took off down the street, Aaron taunted back loudly, Totally worth it! And with that, we've come to the end of our episode. Once again, we would like to thank you for stopping by and enjoying the first episode of 2023. If you would like more stories like this, please look back at our previous episodes or you can use the link in the description to see more stories by Dirt Coyote. Good night and come again. <laughs>